Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening for another hour. Glad you're up late with us on a Thursday night. Uh, I had somebody text in this evening saying, great to hear you back on the air again. So uh, now that baseball season has unfortunately come to a close uh, in a very painful way, uh, I'll probably be sitting in here on evenings on a more regular basis now that baseball season's over. I had a client email me today and was kind of teasing me a little bit about uh uh, about the postseason game. Uh, this client is in Chicago. Uh, he is a Cubs fan. And so I wrote him back and I said, well, don't forget, you know the difference between uh, hot dogs at Bush Stadium and hot dogs at Wrigley Field? The difference is most years you can get hot dogs at Bush Stadium in October. Uh, you, you're you not going to get them at Wrigley Field uh, on most uh, seasons. So uh, he was a good client, so he, it's okay. I could tease him. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, now that baseball season's to a close, hopefully we'll be—I'll be sitting in with you here on a more regular basis here on at your service. Uh, in the prior hour, we were uh, we were talking about this idea of regulating Facebook and how this is a good idea, and I and I, I threw out the idea that that the problem with that regulation, it, with increased regulation, comes the power of the government to regulate things that. That, uh, that we don't want them to regulate. I mean, it's easy to say, regulate COVID misinformation. People are dying. That's, that's an easy answer. No one, most people wouldn't, wouldn't disagree with that. But the power to regulate COVID misinformation is the same power that would allow the government to regulate other political discourse that would be, that, that would be uh, not be advantageous, particularly to conservatives. Here's a great example, great example, just from this week. You probably followed this issue where 
uh, folks are going to school board meetings and they are uh, they are upset that schools are pushing critical race theory. They're upset about it. In fact, tomorrow, I'm going to be filling in for Annie Fry tomorrow from noon to 3. And we're going to be talking to someone from the Heritage Foundation, talking about the Marxist background of Black Lives Matter and how they're pushing critical race theory, which is really just a form of Marxism. So parents right now who are voicing those concerns at school board meetings across this country, this very week, Attorney General Merrick Garland, issued a memo calling those parents, and I'm quoting here, domestic terrorists. So if you go to a school board meeting and you're upset that your school board is wanting to have an education protocol that segregates people into class warfare and teaches students that because of your race today, because of things that happened 200 years ago, if you're white or you're black today, that means you're either the oppressed or the oppressor because of something that happened 200 years ago. If you say that at a school board meeting, the FBI and the Department of Justice calls you a domestic terrorist by voicing those opinions. And if that's the case, don't you think that Facebook, if the if the attorney general of the United States calls you a domestic terrorist for expressing those types of opinions and Facebook now has more authority to regulate speech and the government directs Facebook to regulate that speech. Don't you think Facebook then would be regulating content because it would be offending comment if you're expressing opinions from domestic terrorists? And I'm not talking about people blowing stuff up. You're simply disagreeing with critical race theory. You're now a domestic terrorist. That's the point I'm talking about. The power to regulate in one area equates to the power to regulate in all areas. And that's the part that I disagree with wholeheartedly with every fiber of my being. It's not that I want the dissemination of false information. It's just that I question the integrity and the morality of the person who gets to choose what is acceptable speech and what is not acceptable speech. That's what I hope that you understand and can clarify as this debate moves forward. Hey, we're going to take a break, and after this break, I'm going to show you how the government is really trying to do what's called censorship by proxy. Because the First Amendment prohibits the federal government from censorship, but it doesn't prohibit private companies from doing it. And so that is the left and the government's end around the Constitution is by using corporations as censorship by proxy to achieve the same result. Brad Young in with you this evening on At Your Service. We'll be right back. Next Level Listening. News Radio 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. Hey, have you ever seen any, I've seen them mostly like in mafia movies. I don't know if you've ever watched mafia movies, but in mafia movies, a lot of times when the cops are trying to crack down on the mob, and they can't get to the mob, so they they bribe some mafia, low-level mafia guy to go get information for them. Okay, We've seen that in so many mafia movies or mob movies. And 
The problem with that legally is that if that if that low-level mafia guy goes and breaks the law at the request of the federal government, like for example, if he does if he searches some place and finds some illegal material and then takes it and gives it to the government. The problem with that is oftentimes that information is obtained without a warrant. And if it's obtained without a warrant in real life, and this doesn't happen in the movies, but in real life, if it's obtained without a warrant, then that information can be excluded from evidence because the mafia person who was working to at the request of the FBI is operating, and the phrase is, under color of law. What that means is they're acting at the direction of the federal government. And if those informants are acting at the direction of the government, then at that point, all of the same restrictions apply to their actions as it's as if they were government agents themselves. Now, why am I going through that entire explanation? Because what we're seeing playing out right now before our eyes is that the left and more importantly, just the government in general realizes that they cannot censor speech because of the First Amendment. The government realizes that they can't force a vaccine mandate by the federal government because constitutionally the federal government doesn't have the power to do that. There's so many examples of this. And so because the government can't do that, they are instructing and directing private companies to do what the federal government cannot do. Now, think this through for just a moment. I know I'm throwing out some big ideas here at 1020 on a Thursday evening. But Elizabeth Warren argued in hearings just recently, she was blaming the current CEO of Amazon, I think his name is Andy Jassy, that, that he should be installing algorithms in Amazon. So if someone's looking for a book that would constitute COVID misinformation, that Amazon should have algorithms to steer people away from searching for that book and send them to somebody else. So, for example, if Scott Atlas has a book out, Dr. Scott Atlas has a book out that has COVID misinformation, if someone would go in Amazon and type in books by Scott Atlas, it would instead redirect you to some book that Dr. Fauci wrote. Does that seem right to you, that the government it would be instructing a private company on how to utilize their algorithms with artificial intelligence to steer you away from books that you're trying to buy. They're not illegal. They're not illegal to print those things. And yet the government's directing a private company to steer you away from that. Or the better example, the better example is when President Biden announced a few weeks ago, and I was very vocal on this, both on X and on 97.1 FM Talk, that the president does not have the constitutional authority, does not have the delegated authority to issue a vaccine mandate. He doesn't. So what's he doing to do an end around around that constitutional prohibition? He's going to be issuing uh, a regulation through OSHA to require that all companies with 100 employees or more require vaccinations because the federal government doesn't have the authority to order that. So they're instead ordering private companies to do what the government itself cannot do. You see how that's the same model as the FBI 
bribing a, a mafia person to go search somebody's house because the government can't get a warrant to search the house. So since I don't, I can't get a warrant, federal government says, I'll just bribe this mafia guy to go and search somebody else's house for me because he's not bound by the First Amendment. And the, and the government right now is doing the exact same thing when it comes to censorship and when it comes to vaccines. And I, I have a problem with that. Now, if you go back to the case, I believe, is Jacobson versus Massachusetts, U.S. Supreme Court, 1904. Okay, I'm stretching here, but that's a long way out. In that case, the Supreme Court said that the states have the authority to mandate vaccines. At that point, I think it was a smallpox vaccine, but the the state government has the authority to require a vaccine under the 10th Amendment of the United States Constitution. So. If tomorrow Governor Parson said we're going to issue a vaccine mandate, you know, I may not like it. I may disagree with it and I might argue against it, but I wouldn't say that it's illegal and I wouldn't say that it's an overstretch of his power or authority to do that because the governor has that power. But the federal government does not. But instead, instead of recognizing that the government doesn't have that authority, They're doing an end around and making private companies do the same thing. We saw the exact same example with the eviction moratorium from this summer. In other words, Congress did not delegate any authority uh, to allow the private or the federal government to prevent landlords from evicting people who don't pay the rent. So federal government through the CDC, President Biden, uh, through uh, Rochelle Walensky issues, uh, and, or basically an executive order prohibiting people, private companies, from evicting other individuals who don't pay their rent. And the Supreme Court struck that down very quickly, very quickly. And I'm certainly glad that they did because they don't have that authority. So I point these issues out to you because as we move further down this path, whether it's misinformation about covid whether it's misinformation about critical race theory. I mean, the fact that the FBI and the Attorney General of the United States labels parents as domestic terrorists for disagreeing with critical race theory, to me, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. And that will allow, then, the furthering of the censoring of speech when it comes to legitimate criticism of critical race theory theory. And I hope that you pick up on that trend because I promise you folks, that's the recipe for future censorship in America. Hey, we're going to take a break. When we come back from this break, we're going to hear from the president of the Missouri Bankers Association on how the government wants to monitor your checking account on At Your Service on X. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young sitting in. And we're going to jump into some banking issues this evening. And I know you say banking, come on, what kind of an issue is that? But right now, what would you say and how would you react if you knew that the federal government was going to start closely monitoring every one of your financial transactions? It's not a lie. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is not something I saw on Twitter uh, this is something that Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is defending. Uh, specifically, she's defending a Biden administration proposal that would require banks to report data to the IRS. Yes, your friend and mine, the IRS, on transactions over $600, $600, calling the collection of information, quote, routine after taking heat for the idea that is widely seen as an unprecedented invasion of privacy. So to help us explain what this means, how it might work, and how it may impact you, I reached out to Max Cook. He's the president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. Hey, Max, welcome to KMOX Radio. Thank you, Brad. I appreciate it. Hey, it's great to have you on this evening, and thanks for making time for us. Uh, right to do it. Right now, my understanding is is that any banking transaction greater than ten thousand dollars 
must be reported to the IRS. Uh, what's the purpose of that? I've always I've always heard that number. I've had uh, banking people tell me about that. But what's the purpose of that current regulation? Yeah, the current regulation actually is ten thousand dollars in a cash transaction. So if somebody walks into the bank with ten thousand dollars or more in cash and deposits it, or makes a withdrawal of ten thousand or more. That has to be reported on what's called a CTR, a currency transaction report. And it goes in and the, uh, the uh, FBI and Secret Service and all this, they track those kind of, of transactions looking for uh, drug-related transactions, so forth and so on, illegal activity. That's the nature of the current Mm-hmm. Uh, reporting requirement, and and at least from my layman's perspective, there's at least some uh, there's some reasonableness to that because you know, listen, unless you're going to buy a cheeseburger at Disney World, you don't need ten thousand dollars in cash. <laughs> That's exactly right. So so yeah, those are going to be somewhat questionable if you're walking around with uh, uh, withdrawing or depositing ten grand or more. So at that point, it's to stop or curtail. Uh, drug use, uh, drug dealers, and the drug industry. But this new proposal by the Biden administration requiring banks to report all transactions over $600. What's the purpose behind this? Yeah, it's not even $600 transaction. It's gross annual inflows and outflows of $600 or more. So the second that you have put in more than $600 or taken out more than $600, or a combination of the two, everything from that point forward gets um, reported to the IRS. It is a, a, a gross uh, invasion of privacy. Um, I'm amazed that uh, an individual like Janet Yellen would uh, defend such a, a proposal. It's, it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment, illegal search and seizure. Um, it, I don't see how this can stand on its own two feet even if it's included in the final legislation. Well, I, I certainly want to get your specific opinions on that. And we're talking to Max Cook. He's the president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. So if it's a if it's a, a year-long tally of $600, basically if someone has a job uh, that pays them anything more than like $30,000 a year, every time they deposit their paycheck, then that's going to exceed or could potentially exceed that $600 figure. That's exactly right. In fact, if you just took an individual that's making $18 an hour and has no other income, pays rent, buys groceries, buys some gas, so forth and so on, in general, it's going to amount to about $60,000 a year. Mm. So, I mean, virtually every person on the face of the earth is going to be impacted by this. And, and what's the purpose here? Because we talked before, Max, that, that this $10,000 cash transaction was designed uh, to, uh, you know, to, to limit or inhibit uh, the drug industry or the illegal drug industry. But what's the purpose, at least the stated purpose by the Biden administration, of, of this uh, confiscatory proposed rule that would really be a violation of our privacy? Yeah, they... They believe that there are tax cheaters out there, that you and I and others, and and rightfully so, maybe those in the higher income levels, um, they're aiming at because they think there is income being hidden 
and um, taxes should be paid on it. But in the process of trying to do that, they're sweeping everybody into the proposal Mm -hmm. and uh, violating everybody's rights. The IRS currently has the right to uh, audit uh, individuals and their tax returns if they suspect uh, there are problems there. They don't need this sweeping change in law uh, to do what they need to do. Mm. Well, like so many regulations, Max, it seems to me that the that the perpetrators of 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 this rule, or at least the perpetrators, of this rule is designed to catch. If they've got means, if they've got money, and they're destined, or at least determined to to um, to get around tax laws, they're going to find other ways to do it, even with this new regulation. But those of us who want to abide by the law are going to be the ones who get stuck. Uh, bearing the burden of this invasion of privacy. Yeah. Individuals, small businesses, uh, even the banks themselves are going to have problems with all of this. Um, It's it's a sad state of affairs. Uh, Secretary Yellen made the comment that the banks already capture certain information. This is just an extension of that. Well, she's grossly misstating what goes on today. It'll be a, a major undertaking for the financial ins- institutions across this country to uh, capture, tally, and report uh, this information. The banks don't want to do it. We don't want to be the, the vehicle for mm-hmm. um, putting uh, this information in front of the government. Just too much big brother, to be honest with you. Well, is the banking industry even set up to 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 provide this level of detail to the federal government based upon, you know, current staffing levels in banks? No. Um, First of all, the um, computer power that it will take, if you will, to to capture this information will be tremendous. Uh, uh, Tracking each and every transaction, accumulating it over time, and then reporting it will be huge. And um, uh, the people that it will take to not only update the systems to allow it to happen, but then to uh, prepare the reports and submit it and so forth. It's it's a it's a huge undertaking. I, mm. I would tell you, I think Secretary Yellen and others who think this is a good idea are out of touch with reality and what really goes on day-to-day in the lives of the people in this country. Mm. We're talking to Max Cook. He's the president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. And what I'm hearing you say, Max, is that if this provision goes in uh, into effect, the banking industry nationwide is going to have to hire more people, have to hire more, in, in essence, bureaucratic help to, to comply with these regulations, have to com- just add an enormous capability for computers and IT personnel to manage all those new computers, all for something that does not in any way generate wealth for your customers or generate a return for your investors and stockholders and is doing nothing more than complying with government regulations. Do I kind of have that right? You got it right on the head. Wow. That's exactly right. And it's, um, you know, and, and, and forget about the banks for the moment. I mean, I feel for um, the individual taxpayers, because if you stop and think of it, this is just one other thing that they have to have and, and prepare 
for their tax return and so forth. And, you know, if you've tried to sit down and prepare your own taxes, uh, even the simplest return isn't easy. And, you know, we're just going to make it even more complicated, more expensive, uh, more time consuming for the average person out there. And we don't need to be doing that. No, you know, Max, I got to tell you, I'm an attorney. I don't even do my own taxes. I yeah, mean, I look yeah. at it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So yeah, I, uh, <laughs> don't do it. I don't do mine either. No, there you go. And you're, and you're the president of the Banking Association of Missouri. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, we're in the same boat that it's already too complicated, and this is going to make it worse. And I got to tell you, the first thing I thought of when I was reading about this proposed regulation is I was thinking about all of the hacking, computer hacking that's occurred over the last few years through the federal government where the individual's Social Security numbers were released, where personal information was compromised. And now if if you are going to be forced as a as a bank to provide all of this enormous reams of banking information to the federal government, all of that now is going to be open for hacking. Yeah, and, and the IRS has been hacked over and over and over again. And now this treasure trove of new data is going to be sitting in their servers mm-hmm. and, and subject to potential hacks. And um, we just don't need that to happen. It's it's not needed. The information, it's hard to figure out how they're going to use this information to ferret out these tax cheaters, so-called tax cheaters. So, I mean, I don't see the need for it. And you're surely putting everybody's privacy and financial security at risk. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. Hey, last question for you, uh, Max Cook. Uh, what's the next step? In other words, where do we go from here, and when would we know whether this regulation goes into effect or not? Yeah, they are debating uh, this massive $3.5 trillion spending bill right now, and uh, this provision is part of that. It's one of the pay-fors, if you will. It's one of the items they're using to pay for all of the spending. And um, there's a lot of disagreement, even among Democrats themselves right now, as to uh, what the bill needs to do and how much it needs to be. And and they had hoped to have it done uh, by the end of September. Now they're saying the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, the longer this goes, the less uh, likely it is for it to pass. But this thing needs to get get defeated. Um uh, say what you want about the $3.5 trillion, but this provision needs to be defeated. And individuals need to reach out to their congressman or woman, their senator uh, or our senators, and let them know that they are opposed to this provision and that it's a massive intrusion of privacy uh, and, and uh, financial security. So uh, make the email, the phone call, whatever. Uh, to your congressman or woman, and um, to our senators. Thank you. Hey, Max Cook, again, president and CEO of the Missouri Bankers Association. Thank you so much for your generous time this evening, and thanks for being with us on Camo X. Happy to do it, Brad, anytime. You know, that's what gets me. I, I really appreciate uh, Max taking the time to talk to us this evening because what I find interesting is if you look at the AOC crowd, if you look at the Senator Elizabeth Warren or the Bernie Sanders crowd. Your money is not your money. If you work hard and want to keep your money from their perspective, you are un-American. You are hurting people 
because you have the audacity of wanting to keep what you earn. And this is, I think, one of the greatest examples of that, that that any cumulative transaction over $600 is now going to be sent to the federal government for them to keep because obviously, you know, the federal government is so good at keeping our information secret. I mean, hackers never, never penetrate the federal government and steal our personal information. Oh, well, wait, they, they, they do that almost every day. So basically, your all of your financial transactions will now be on the dark web somewhere or sitting on a server in Beijing. That's basically what we're saying. And when we come back from this break, I want to compare and show you in the last segment before we have to close out at 11 o'clock this evening, I'm going to show you how this this proposed regulation for banking is the same fallacy as gun control. I'm going to link those two together for you and let you sleep on that this evening. Brad Young sitting in with you late here on At Your Service. Don't go away. Get ready for Sunday Night Football as the Chiefs take on the Bills. Touchdown, Kansas City! Hear the game here. Pre-game at 6, kickoff 720 on your voice of the Chiefs. KMOX. Earning St. Louis's trust for 96 years. This is KMOX. Coming up here on the last segment here this evening on Camo X at your service. Hey, don't forget, coming up at 11 o'clock this evening, we've got Our American Stories. And uh, tomorrow, uh, if you're out and about and you got your uh, FM radio on or certainly on the odyssey.com app, I'll be hosting, uh, sitting in for Annie Fry tomorrow on 97.1 FM Talk from noon to 3. And we will be continuing the party over there tomorrow again from noon to 3. Uh, but before the break, I, we, we were talking about this idea of the government regulation of of having to report literally every financial transaction cumulatively over six hundred dollars, at least under this proposal uh, in the three point five trillion dollar uh, plan that's the hallmark of the President Biden administration's agenda. That this regulation is just over overbearing. And as Max Cook, the president of the Missouri Bankers Association, pointed out when I asked him this question, regular people aren't going to have to pay for that. In other words, I mean, regular people are going to have to pay for that, but the rich are not. They're going to find ways to hide their money in the Cayman Islands, to hide their money in the Canary Islands or in Switzerland. And the only people that will be burdened by this will be you and I. But if you think about it, isn't gun control the same type of thing? In other words, when we when when Washington institutes all of these obtrusive gun laws, do they really stop the criminals? I mean, the definition of a criminal is one who violates the law. They don't care what the gun laws are. They don't care if they're breaking a law, if they're going to commit a crime, if they're going to commit do a drug deal and shoot somebody involved with that or do a drive-by. By the very nature of what they're doing, they care nothing for following the law. That's why they're criminals. So with this regulation with banking, it's not going to affect those who are already dead set on and determined to violate the law. They're going to find some other way to violate the law. But if you're a law-abiding citizen, 
If you want to follow the law, if you want to do the right thing like most of us are, we're the ones who will be burdened by this new banking regulation if it passes. Now, having said all of that, I'm going to tell you, this this $3.5 trillion bill, write this down and flag the tape, it will not pass. It's not going to pass. Now, it may pass in some smaller form. It may be truncated. Uh, but uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema have have made sure that this boondoggle of a bill will not pass. It won't. And there's lots of good reasons for it. But just the least of which is this, which shows you how these laws that Washington makes, they make no sense. One of them is the Family Medical Leave Act. And I know I've only got a few seconds left here, but the Family Medical Leave Act gives you leave from work, but your employer doesn't have to pay it. Well, most large employers now do pay for FMLA time. But under this bill, the federal government is going to pay your time off from work. As if that huge Washington money cannon is just going to start firing off again to pay for people to be off work for FMLA time. It doesn't make any sense at all. That you and I are going to have to pay taxes so that Fortune 500 companies don't have to pay their employees to be off work? It doesn't make any sense. And that's why gun control laws are extremely similar to this banking regulation proposal, it's only going to impact folks like you and me who want to abide by the law. Hey, Brad Young sitting in with you this evening. Glad to do it. Like I said, I'll be sitting in for Annie Fry tomorrow over on our sister station, 97.1 FM Talk. Hope to catch you over there from noon to 3. And again, stick around for Our American Stories right after the news coming up at 11 o'clock on KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.